0: Hello, and welcome to episode 639 of In My Mug. This week, we're gonna be drinking coffee from Uraga. It's from Ethiopia, and it's a natural process coffee. So, Uraga is a wet mill owned by uh, Israel Degfa. A lot of people of you, you may remember um, his lovely coffee from Anasora, which the natural we had this year. Well, this is from a different mill, from Uraga in Uraga, Seleno, and that's in the Oromia region of Guji. So this is, it's pretty much a classic Ethiopian natural process coffee. So we haven't got a huge amount of details about it. It's from around about, um, there's like 1,200 farmers delivering to that mill, which is a good number, but it's not as big as some of the uh, the mills in Ethiopia where they can often have up to a couple of thousand people delivering. Most of the, the small holders around Araga have about two or three hectares and that's just a little bit bigger than normal in Ethiopia. A lot of Ethiopian farmers have got less than a full hectare of, of land with coffee on it, so it's a little bit bigger and a lot of them work at the, the wet mill when they aren't actually farming themselves. This is a really lovely cup, um, which Dale is going to brew for you right now. And we're going to talk about what it tastes like.
1: Hello, and we're back. And Dale is making some delicious coffee. I am going to make us some coffee. I have decided to go with the AeroPress at the urging of some of my colleagues. Because it's been a little while, so we're going with a pretty classic non-inverted AeroPress method. And I think the joy of this brewer is there's almost anything you can do with it when brewing coffee. You can invert it, you can not invert it, you can use really strong coffee with a really fine grind. uh, So a lot of coffee and not much water, or you can do a more traditional kind of filter brew. So I'm doing a bit of all of those things. Non-inverted, 15 grams of coffee. I'm going to add 250 ml of water and stir, and then let it infuse for a minute before I push down. So.
0: And lots of people love the aeropress for traveling, but I also know there's a lot of people who, you know, once you've got a brew method that you love, if you're traveling a lot, that's definitely a go-to for you at home as well. Rinse really suited for one cup. A little bit more challenging if you want, if you've got lots of people to make a coffee for.
1: No, the
0: so the Araga should be. I'm really interested to see how it tastes in the Aeropress. It definitely can bring out some different flavours depending on that recipe.
1: Do you think this is going to taste like espresso because I'm brewing it this way?
0: <laughs> no, I, I can. It feels like a slightly loaded question here, and it, it's often so an espresso brewer. Quite often, it's one that people talk about for this. For me, it's kind of a shorter brewed method, and it's. An interesting flavour about depending on whether you make it more diluted yeah. or whether you do it as a kind of belly intense
1: one. In my opinion, it's never gonna make something that really tastes like espresso, but it can have that level of strength. And that changes the flavor balance a little bit. So, if you're going with a really strong brew, you're going to get uh, much more intensity of certain flavors, but you're going to lose some other things uh, that would otherwise be there in the back end with a more filter style brew. And the same is also true. So, if you're doing a filter brew, there'd be lots of clarity of all the different flavors that are there, but not quite as much intensity. And you're not going to have that
0: crema that you got on espresso on here. So, well, the, the temperature always
1: high. <laughs> I mean, there's always a chance.
0: Here we go. Yeah, I don't think we're hitting nine bars of pressure here.
1: <laughs> I worry that if we did hit nine bars, the glass may break underneath me.
0: But it does give you a lot of control over the brew method. You're not reliant on waiting for it to, to filter through in the same way that you would be.
1: we the pour over. So, I poured for around 30 seconds and gave it a little stir. And then I sealed the top of the AeroPress and let it brew for another minute. And it was another 15 to 20 seconds as I pushed down. So it's a little less than two minute brew. Uh, What's great is, you know, we've got coffee really quickly, great aroma.
0: So the uraga is, it's a natural processed coffee. So there is some of those natural funky characteristics, but it's super clean and you've got some really nice acidity to it as well. So I'd be really interested to see how this recipe's kind of pulled out those different
1: flavors. Because it's quite a small room, uh, brewing it this way, I was using 94 degree water, but it's going to have lost lots of temperature in the aeropress, then as it hits the carafe, and then as it hits these cold cups, so it's almost immediately drinkable.
0: And you're right, that smell is fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's a really classic Ethiopian kind of floral character to it. And I definitely get that kind of floral I think hibiscus for me mm-hmm. it's coming through if you really pulled out the florals of this kind of one less so the acidity and i know that this coffee has got some kind of sweetness and acidity that reminds me very much of yellow plums but that's not really showing through in in this particular recipe
1: for me this is floral uh, aroma the flavor is light uh, some of that will be connected to the brew as well but it's light a little bit of black tea a little bit of dark chocolate probably there's a very subtle hint of kind of natural processing flavor, but it's not dominating. Like you'll get with some Ethiopian naturals or some Central American naturals. Um, it's super clean.
0: Yeah, and I think as it's starting to cool just a little bit, and it makes a huge difference, that temperature and your flavors. The fruitiness is mm-hmm. just starting to sneak through, and it's definitely something that it cools down. You'll find that's a lot more obvious. And there's black tea, that chocolate kind of edge so that'll start to drop back.
1: It's kind of one of those understated coffees in that we talk about fruit a lot maybe every coffee that when we write the flavor descriptors there will be a fruit there because they're kind of the the differentiating qualities between maybe two coffees from guatemala two coffees from brazil will be what the fruitiness is what the nut kind of flavor is with this one it's there the flavor is clear but it's gentle um so this almost you know for somebody who is looking for a good cup of coffee this is that but it's a delicate cup uh and little layers of flavor
0: yeah absolutely it's a very refined example of natural processing for me it's not big over the top or in your mm-hmm. face it's very elegant it's really interesting yeah um there's a flavor there and i i know this is one we have talked about there's a flavor for me of cloud berries which is if you don't know them you can go, go google the picture this is like a yellow um type of berry yeah very popular in Scandinavian countries. I've had, I've never had cloudberries. I've had cloudberry flavored stuff. So I stand for for correction.
1: Well, I mean, my my problem with it as a descriptor is not that maybe it is accurate, maybe it isn't, but I've never had a cloudberry. I don't know that reference point, but I can definitely find yellow plum. I can definitely imagine a little bit of acidity and it doesn't taste like another fruit that I can describe. And for me, it's kind of, it's,
0: there's that berry flavor that, had raspberries and those kind of fruits, it's like that, that. But it's a lot cleaner and mm-hmm. more delicate. Mm-hmm. It's not got that kind of bright zing. It's a lot more refreshing. Yeah. And kind of in the same way that I think I a mean, yellow plum versus that kind of darker plum. It's kind of similar comparison, maybe with the berries.
1: And just as it cools and as I drink more and more of it, I'm getting a little more of that kind of natural flavor in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's still small, so this is not a funky cup. But it has a little bit of that kind of stew fruit depth to it, just in the finish. I'm pretty happy with that. Also, this maybe the first Aeropress I've made in let's say multiple years. It's been a long time, and one of the better brews I've done with it. It's super clean. There's no solids in there. Some of that is because uh, I grinds grind so fine and we like an espresso grind, so that's not pushing through. The paper does a really good job. I'm happy.
0: There we are, and part of the reason the AeroPress is such a popular tool for people who are travelling and got a little bit less control maybe over some of the variables. I'll have a bit more more. of that, because you know what? Life's too short for bad coffee. I did did not get a lot of sleep last night, so this is all a little bit find the groove. Uh, Every single time. Pretty good? good? in a Vic Reeve style. Yeah, you can have a whole blue hand. Don't worry, there's more <laughs> to do. <laughs>